Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sci-Fi on Trial, the show where we debate controversial science fiction films to determine if they have been remembered fairly. I'm your host, Jesse Mercury, here to guide you through the trial of what I consider to be one of the greatest cinematic turds of all time, Armageddon. Joining me are Johnny Unicorn, Ryan Casey, Natalie Holt, and Jean Burnett, with a special interview from Michael Montour. Let's meet our panel. Okay, welcome to Sci-Fi on Trial. This time we're doing Armageddon. So we're going to go around the room and say hi to everyone real quick. We have our returning favorites, Ryan Casey. Ten million years ago, (laughs) the asteroid killed all them dinosaurs and they'd come back. And we also have Johnny Unicorn (laughs) back as always. Howdy! And then uh, returning to the show, very excited to have Natalie Holt. Let's arm it get down. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's good. That was very good. <laughs> and then we have a first timer who's here because she loves this movie so dang much. Jean Burnett. Hello, everyone. I'm Jean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this time we're going to debate who remembers this movie fairly because there's a there's a big divide in how this movie is remembered. Fans love it and critics hate it. I what actually the, I feel like you're making of a fact. No, I have proof. I have proof right here. Prove it. So, uh, I looked at five different sites for the fan consensus. Did you and, look at jeanburnett.com because they love me. <laughs> that Ar- is a real website. That's where I go for most of my movie writing. That's where I go for life advice. Yeah. And pictures of boys. Cute so, boys. I looked at uh, the only kind. Not just regular boys, right? But cute boys, right? Uh, regular, medium, medium, <laughs> medium, boys. regular, medium, medium with an emphasis on the medium. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I looked at Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, Metacritic, medium. Amazon, and Google Play this time. The average fan consensus across all of those is 73%, and it has a cinema score of A minus, which is based off of fans. So it's pretty well liked. Yeah. Yeah. And then critics. Uh, I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, who aggregate from a bunch of critics, and the average was 41%. Ooh. Way lower. It's way higher than That's 40 harsh. by at least 1%. So <laughs> I feel like it's still winning. So critics fucking hate this That's movie. F minus. Yeah. So, yeah, generally it's like we've looked at things that are just kind of disliked. But this one is not. I mean, this one is really loved by fans and really hated by critics. Bay, so we're going to yeah. start with opening arguments going around the room Oof. and see what you all think. I'm a fan. This movie has everything. This is early period Michael Bay. You know, imagine Transformers, but with with more uh, subtlety of <laughs> acting. It's, it's wow. So any other movie? It's it's beautiful. It's like every, it's just the right pacing. After that, he goes. <laughs> after that year, he just goes off the rails. But at that moment, it's perfect. It's perfect, Michael Bay. The dialogue, although it's ridiculous, is like really fun, and it's really it's just a really. It's just a really fun movie. It's just a really great film. You know what? It's an efficient film because (laughs) within like the first 10 minutes, I'm like, I know everybody's story. I know who I'm with. It's a great character I don't know about 10 minutes. Maybe (laughs) 50 minutes. Maybe maybe closer to that. 10 minutes is just the guy with the dog, and then we don't know what happens to him after that. 10 minutes in, you know as much about the characters (laughs) as you will learn throughout the entire film. Because wow. that's as much as uh, as is written for them. I agree. I agree with Ryan. Gene, besides being an efficient movie, what else do you think? Uh, I I just think it's such a great film. I mean, who is it like 
so happy that the earth is saved at the end of this movie. You all felt it. You like feel. <laughs> well, most of the earth. Uh, not Paris. Yeah, or whatever not New York City. <laughs> or whatever that. Shanghai. Big, uh, Shanghai. Was it yeah. Shanghai? Shanghai was not the South Pacific. No. Yeah. All right. Well, most places are saved. That's better than zero. So let's think about that. I know. But if yeah. they didn't blow up a couple places that were in America first, we wouldn't really have been scared. <laughs> That's part of the genius uh, of the movie is that we're going to just blow up some giant cities anyway yeah it's a movie that asks you to take a lot like to to like just accept a lot of hand waving <laughs> a lot of a lot of just like <sighs> like well we don't really have to address like all these destructions until pretty much the last second when they're like by the way everyone we're about to blow up so we're sending these guys <laughs> to space <laughs> bad news we're about to blow up so natalie how do you feel about this movie I came in remembering it pretty fondly, and then when I rewatched it, I now I think of it less fondly. <laughs> First of all, I just did not remember it being so so dang long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, oh, I'll be able to knock this out real quick. <laughs> uh, be done by eleven. I was like, two and a half hours. <laughs> How, oh, he does do that, doesn't he? He really. All those Transformer movies are like three hours They're so long. long. Yeah, not long enough. Because people are putting money down the table and you're going to goddamn give them a lot of uh, special effect shots <laughs> for their money. <laughs> I think. Yeah. And a lot of it is just, the problem is, so much of it is just like this we, these lazy random characterizations that like <laughs> never pay off in any significant way. We don't even get any more Carl and Dottie who were amazing. <laughs> they were Carl and Dottie? Was that the couple was at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. Wait, who I wrote the my... guy, Planet Dottie, that guy? Yeah, I, I wrote in my notes. Get the book! 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 Get it! What does he say about his wife? I want to name this comet after her because because uh, it's a because he's like blood sucking bitch or something. Uh, yeah. He says yeah. the b word, yeah. which I just said. I think she's a life sucking bitch from whence there is no escape. Yes. Yeah, thank you. From that which there is no escape. I is believe. how I felt watching the movie. Oh, oh come on! It's not it's that. He used the movie's words it's against got some it. Bad moments. <laughs> Michael Bay don't make film for no critics. <laughs> he makes film for the people, the people with the summer money, <laughs> kids with allowances. <laughs> yeah, don't spend it at Sam Goody. Bring it down to the theater, big yeah. time summer blockbusters, and, yeah. and he delivers with this. And it's a right piece of shit, and it's got some real bad moments, some real <laughs> embarrassing stuff. But like the level of the cast. The, like even like the, some of the little parts are like top top notch. When this movie first came out, I watched it once and I hated it. And I was very prepared. You to... hated it even then when you were yeah. Like a, when I was a you kid, gotta, you had to been like thirteen when they came out. Yeah, in like ninety eight. And he then... made it for you. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. you did. You but did you gotta, like I mean, you got to remember, like I'm, I'm the kid who grows up on Star Trek. Like this is the exact opposite of Star Trek. Uh, this is yeah. like let's You're send right. a bunch it's of like, fucking assholes into space a, and then they'll be heroes. It's a hazard Star Trek. Yeah. So I but I will say that I. I nominated this movie. I mean, I <laughs> thought it'd be fun to revisit this and see if I liked it now. But I actually hated no. it more now <laughs> yeah, than I course. did when I was a kid. Every guy in this movie is just like a fucking asshole scumbag. Every single guy. No. Except for Billy Bob Thornton, who no, I love. No. Okay. AJ. All right. AJ's great. No, also, AJ's like a, man, whatever his name AJ's is a cocky Jake. piece of shit. He's like so full of himself. He well, can never admit that he's wrong. It was the 90s. Things were hyper-masculine, okay? <laughs> this movie also <laughs> seems to really hate women. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did take some issue with like I was like Bruce Willis. He's like 
the heroic guy, but it opens with him shooting like yeah, golf so balls with green peas. And he's, in the green peas, yeah. And he just he Every, opens okay. fire Which on an great. oil rig. <laughs> to be fair, against the right. man who slept with his daughter. I, I can't get over that shit. It's so it's supposed to just be fun and funny, but to me, it's like despicable and no. gross. Hey, Sorry. Right. And Steve Buscemi is like a sex offender. Yeah. 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 yeah I would agree with it. But to yeah. be fair, uh, literally for the everyone, I mean the, the character, everyone, not the actor. Uh, yeah. Everyone hates Greenpeace. <laughs> and so they're constantly the butt of joke. I think it's a, like a part of a secret uh, trilogy of films that's called uh, Michael Bay and the dad who don't want you to touch his super hot daughter. Uh. <laughs> it's the last Transformers uh, movie. But then, yeah. so uh, yeah. you have that moment at the end where, like AJ and what, what's the what's the dad's name? What's Bruce Willis's name? When Ben Harry. Affleck and Bruce Willis, Harry, Harry, Harry Stamper, Stamper Harry, 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 like AJ and Harry are about are saying goodbye, and they're just like, "I love you, I love you." They never told each other. I I really hate the movie where it takes this like piece of shit guy who's basically a father figure to not say "I love you" until he knows he's about to die. Yeah, like yeah. I hate that. I hate that kind of shit. And I also really don't like. The way this movie is edited. I love the way it's shot. I actually really like the special effects. But it's edited so fast. And oh. it's just like nauseating to me. I don't really like the, the design of the film. I don't like the way the asteroid looks. I just feel like it's all slapped together. And it's just kind of a jarring experience for me. You know, that like I just a, don't enjoy. I know that's a personal taste thing, no, but I just a, don't enjoy like it. Like a Tony Scott fan with that like real fast, like real fast editing and smash cuts and stuff like where you don't even know where you are. I, sometimes it drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm I don't not, feel I'm like not, I'm this not a is... fan of that. Sorry. Well, I want to read you this quote um, that summed up my feelings of this movie perfectly. Is it your quote? No. Okay. <laughs> I like to quote myself. <laughs> I summed up my own feelings Somehow, all right, of the movie not, and to, I wrote them down. I'd like to read it. To, to be you. fair, knowing Jesse, I wouldn't put it past him to <laughs> quote it himself somehow. He's like some genius said. <laughs> <laughs> this film. This is from Wikipedia. The film is on the list of Roger Ebert's most hated films. Of course. In his original review, Ebert stated, quote, the movie is an assault on the eyes, the ears, the brain, common sense, and the human desire to be entertained. Uh, That's exactly how I felt after watching this movie I last night. I that guy. And, <laughs> yeah. and after watching this movie, I needed, like, uh, I, I needed a palate cleanser so badly that I then watched the entirety of Deep Impact <laughs> right after. Is it really? Is that so serious? much better? I feel Deep Impact is way worse. Than oh, my God. Deep it. Impact was great. No. It's yeah. so good. It's a it's a wonderful sci-fi movie. It's flawed. It's not like, you know, it's not like a great, great film, but it's so much better than Armageddon. A much better look at what would happen if this sort of extinction level event were occurring. The special effects are so cool in Deep Impact. Like the, the ship flying off to go save everybody. The comet looks way better. Uh, I, it's a much superior film. Um, I'm sorry. The asteroid in this looks evil, as it should, because it's <laughs> got a personality. It's got, like, and claws and teeth. it's out to teeth. kill everyone. Uh, Don't you it, remember when they're standing on it and they're like... What's going on? Why is this asteroid throwing more rocks? It's like I don't think it wants to be killed. <laughs> it's got yeah. a, it's a it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't that care for that. If it's not a person, how am I supposed to be scared of it? As Me, an it's audience. coming to destroy the entirety of humanity. <laughs> yeah, it's not good uh, enough. So I, I just don't spooky. I don't like movies where uh, you're supposed to fall in love with dumb assholes. Where oh. they're supposed to be like they're I watched not, that movie. I don't, dumb I don't. I don't. I don't like anyone. I don't like anyone in the movie except for oh, Billy Bob Thornton and Liv Tyler. No, okay, this and I like Bear. I do like Bear. He's Steve Buscemi. So good. Uh, uh, Steve yeah, Buscemi. Uh, uh, sex offender, molester, disgusting. So, 
Yeah, that part of his character is bad, but mm-hmm. a good actor. Uh, and uh, Michael Duncan Clark, this is like one of his, you know, he's, first things I ever great. saw. I him do in. love him in so this. So good. Uh, uh, Wilson Boy. Well, I mean, the actors are good, but the characters are still like shitheads. Yeah, the characters yeah. are shitheads. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I was thinking that at the beginning. It's very true. Like, I was like, when Bruce Willis was like just firing his shotgun <laughs> on the oil rig, when people are just around and they're like, not funny, Harry. Nice. <laughs> Yes. Like, well, well, he is firing a gun. Later on, you get so mad about a guy with a gun <laughs> when you're in space. Well, yeah, when William Fetter has a gun, maybe. That's yeah, the point. Well, like, a few minutes later, when the when the oil rig erupts and all the pipe comes everywhere, mm-hmm. and he's like, you could have got someone killed just now. How would you like that on your conscience? It's like you were just firing... 10 minutes ago with a shotgun <laughs> all over this place you hit Ben Affleck in the calf with a ring he's like oh it's a ricochet you know will be fine I do like how Liv Tyler uh, ha- had like a Bruce Willis accent please elaborate <laughs> <laughs> is there a Bruce Willis well, just own like accent? the way he was you know the way Bruce Willis talks where he's like yeah where he's like we gotta get uh, oil he was doing <laughs> some kind of accent where it felt like he was trying to vaguely do a southern yeah. thing, but like, he was like everyone, like not at all, but not yeah. at all. Everyone was trying to do a southern accent in that movie. We gotta they? put this oil rig on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they did in this movie? I think so. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> one of my least favorite films. I've been drilling <laughs> ever. Wow. She no, looks it's so not that bad. Me. It's not that bad. I'm with you, Gina. I like, I like it. I, I had fun with a lot of it. You didn't see Turner and Hooch? I haven't seen that. I did uh, hate Trading Mom more than I hated this movie. But I really don't like this movie. Trading Mom? I will say I don't know that I would did have you, watched it again. If it weren't for yeah. this podcast. Did you know J.J. Abrams uh, wrote the screenplay? I know, and I'm embarrassed for J.J. I was Abrams. reminded when I rewatched it. I was Wait, like, why what? do I like How are you so embarrassed much? For... That's why. Because J.J. Abrams wrote it? And That's I love JJ. I think the, I think the few lines that these characters get, the, the the banter that they do, like 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 Owen Wilson and stuff, I it's the characters are shitty and and shallow, but it's still like kind of entertaining. It's about as, it's entertaining as it could. Like they got they got good people in it. They gave everyone a couple lines and they do okay, and then they get blown up. It, this is like the epitome of old Hollywood toxic masculinity. Well, yeah, but that's like, <laughs> but it's like twenty years before we started saying that phrase. Yeah, but it's nineteen ninety eight. I mean, like I, I remember watching this movie as a kid and being grossed out by it as a human, and then feeling he that still way makes again movies night. that are exactly the same. Yeah. I know. Did you, you know what? Transformers. Sure it's the same thing. It's I Mark watched the Wahlberg. first two Transformers, and I was like, it's the same fucking. Yeah, movie. Mark Wahlberg's like, I got a hot daughter. Liv Tyler's character was also grossed out by it. She she was, yeah. She was like... She's like Harry. I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm a voice. I'm you raise to... me around roughnecks. So so... I'm gonna be a roughneck and love a roughneck. <laughs> Essentially, she lives on that oil rig. So yeah, it's she's gonna have. You know, she was in love with Ben she Affleck. Was in love with him, and I believed it. And <laughs> I Affleck. and I like I was rooting for it, and I wanted it to happen. And I believed that there was someone else somewhere doing the same thing they were doing. No, okay. Who's so gonna that... drill you better than a driller? <laughs> you know. Which no, one? that is the least sexy scene. It's not supposed to be sexy. It's, it's not to be... romantic. It's not cute. <laughs> it does. Have you ever been in the, the, love? the animal crackers? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it does he make does you animal think. crackers. And he's That's... like, he's like, oh, did the gazelle <laughs> go up to the booby mountains? The gazelle now faces man's most powerful. 
perilous question. Or shall it go down south to the river Delta? Good. Oh yeah, it is pretty vagina. bad. It, it, that was that real. In her, no, it felt real to me. And she's like, I oh, would never do that. I feel like I would never. She said, like, AJ, do you think that somewhere, someone else, people are doing what we're doing? I sure. Well, if, fuck, hope not. <laughs> Do you think other people are sexually toying with animal oh, I, hope right so. at this I hope so, or else what are we blowing up this asteroid for if people can't? Is that supposed to be sex? Is that a romantic? No, I'm I'm an adult. I was a kid then. I thought maybe that's what, what romantic if, adults hey, do. It's not supposed to be cute or it's sexy not, or anything. It's, it's just supposed to be intimate. That's all. It felt yeah. intimate. You're it like, intimate. you're yeah. kind of like, well, thank God these two real dummies found each other yeah it was, it was sweet was... animal cracker games that's it is sweet when two dummies find was, each other You're it like, was Aw. really it was ridiculous and stupid just like love can be sometimes yeah it oh, was gross quit putting your reasons on romance tucking that animal cracker in her panty line there what's that about it's gross you guys are being gross and i have to watch it you're i should not I don't like this. You're a prude, Casey. <laughs> I don't enjoy intimacy that I am forced to be privy to. Come on. You guys think that's sweet? That's, I was cringing. I, I, I don't know about it. I enjoy else. it because it's like. You it's, hate this movie. I hate you this like movie. that part? I do like that part. <laughs> you because, so you. No, here's why I like it. Because it was like a sweet moment between two people who are about to not see each other for a long time. I bought it. Like they have their own way no, of talking to I'll each say, other. I liked it. Ben Affleck's whole thing that he does when it's not like action time and he's like I'm drilling I liked a lot of the movie but those were my least favorite parts but he's insufferable in it when he sings the goddamn song leaving yeah. on a jet plane I hate oh, yeah. all that yeah oh, so oh my I God. will agree with you I will say though Billy Bob Thornton is fantastic in this movie I yeah. love every every moment that he was on screen I really enjoyed that's it Hi, my name is Michael Montour. Uh, I do a horror movie podcast called Don't Read the Latin, and I also write horror. You can find my books on Amazon. Uh, my Twitter handle is just my last name, Montour, M-O-N-T-U-R-E. Overall, it was it was as bad and, it, and as cheesy and just overwrought emotionally as I remember. It was longer than I remember, so it was a tremendous slog just to rewatch it. But the thing that surprised me is it, it's its better made than I remember. Just like the sets, the effects, the costuming, just the, the entire look of the film, it looks like it could have come out last year. So on just a purely technical level, it, it's an impressive accomplishment. It's a shame they didn't have, you know, a script to work from. The acting is fine. The casting is fine. It's the writing. The, the main problem that I have with this film is that really, aside from, you know, the whole meteor about to destroy Earth, what it's really about is who owns Liv Tyler's pussy. That is what the entire movie is about. Does Bruce Willis, her daddy, own her pussy? Or does this guy who's been sleeping with her, does, does he own her pussy? That's what it all comes down to, is trying to determine which of these two men get to determine her destiny. And um, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Does this movie expand the universe? So this refers to... <laughs> this is like the sci-fi concept of like universe expansion, making you feel like you live in a bigger universe than you actually do. Yeah, I mean, so... sure, the asteroid's coming from somewhere, you know? It's probably far away. Probably being thrown by an evil guy from far away, and that's why it looks so evil. 
<laughs> I mean, the general concept of like an asteroid coming to Earth is literally the universe is coming to get you. No, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah. that in and of itself is kind of a a, a this, very frightening oof. concept that I mean we all can kind of relate to because that's something that a lot of us are probably scared of. It's something that I'm scared of. Right. I mean, the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs fucking died, guys. As far as science fiction goes, I think this is the most limiting thing, unless it was like a Bible science fiction thing. It's like nothing exists in this but America and a couple other places that get blown up, and the asteroid just comes from immediately within our... It's like a, there within a day. It's like, whoa, it just shows up. So it's like, yeah. oh, space is right is at our doorstep, and it's trying to kill us with a real with a haunted asteroid. <laughs> I mean, and, and I would argue a ghost droid. And it's basically, it's not an international thing. America yeah. just goes up to destroy. Don't tell anyone. It's like, we know about it. And secretly, we're just going to send a mission. So it's like, it doesn't even like unify the planet no. in any way. So it's yeah. the most limiting as far as building a world because yeah, it's like America and then the space we sometimes explore and blow <laughs> things up in. What it tries to do is be like, yeah, we can do it. Humankind can do anything. But what it's really doing is like showing kind of the like fragility of our own perception of our place in the universe, right? This idea that we can like, we're like, oh yeah, we can slap something together in 18 days and stop an <laughs> asteroid from destroying us with a nuke we strapped to our backs. When like the reality is that we probably would just not do that. You know, like it's so, <laughs> it's like, it's very like, it's almost like the fact that it gives you all these kind of dumb characters and like shitty people and then <laughs> uses all this hubris to say like, Oh yeah, we can fuck up the universe well, before it's like ten feet from us. I would like to add us. that Bruce Willis acknowledges what a crazy plan it is when he asks if you have a second like he secondary plan. About that. He's like, I thought a bunch of smart guys were talking about this shit, and this is the best thing you can come up with. So he knows. He knows. It's... I feel the movie acknowledges it. <laughs> it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's yeah. It's a it's a it's a flimsy American yeah. tall tale. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and it doesn't ask any questions of science, like in the science fiction vein. Yeah, totally. If anything, that is actually kind of a slap in the face to the whole idea of science fiction. Where I agree. where it's where it's like Bruce Willis is like you you NASA guys can't come up with a better plan than sending us roughnecks <laughs> to that asteroid. And they're like, no, Bruce Willis, we can't. We're just a bunch of engineers and scientists. Totally. <laughs> and I think we that, never thought about this before. And he's pissed. You didn't even put my drill together right. You stole my drill idea. It's all backwards. And the camshafts and everything. The influx is reversed. You th you're throwing out transmissions. You don't know why. And they're like, this NASA's like, blah, 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 I guess. Bruce Willis. Sorry. Mr. Willis, sorry, put your drill together wrong here at NASA. Well, and it does say the drilling—it's not a science; it's more of an art. I think you just explained to me why I don't like this movie so much. It's not. I really do. Yeah, it's not science fiction. Yeah, and it is a slap in the face of science fiction. I remember being a kid and this coming out. I mean, everyone's known my whole life that I was a science fiction goober. Yeah. So when this came out, everyone's like, "Oh, Armageddon just came out, Jesse. You must be so excited. Finally, like we can talk about something." That you must be excited about. It was like, no! It's like my whole life I've made fun of for liking Star Trek and shit. And like, finally, I had yeah. this common ground with the jocks. But it wasn't common ground at all. It was actually something that I really disagreed with. Like, as we discussed last time, I define science fiction as something where you have to examine, like, humanity through the lens of, like, future mm -hmm. technology or the future or, like, something happening scientifically to the planet. 
And I don't feel like this movie does that at all. I think the concept is science fiction. Absolutely. Hmm. As evidenced by Deep Impact, with is which is a science fiction movie. Okay, but, but how is Deep Impact a science fiction movie? Ever? There's because Deep Impact examines what would happen to humanity if this were to happen. Uh-huh. Whereas this movie is, can we make up an excuse to send a bunch of fucking douchebags into space? Yeah, and, and the answer is yes, and, they and can, it's very unfortunate. And they do, and they and they did. Yeah, but like, what do we learn <laughs> about awesome. human nature yeah. or humanity? What do we learn about ourselves? The science fiction being the lens through which we see ourselves, we learn nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you learned that uh, Bruce Willis will, uh, if you prove yourself to him, he will let you sleep with his hot daughter. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about people. It doesn't even really say anything about the people involved in the mission. No. Like, they don't actually right. learn anything or come to terms with anything, really, from being on this mission. So you don't even get it through them. And it's not even yeah. an adventure. It's just action. It's action. No one enjoys being there. Like, no one is having a good time. <laughs> even the it's drama. Yeah, yeah, like the astronauts <laughs> that are supposed to be the NASA, they don't look like, as, they look like soldiers. Yeah. They don't look like... I wanted more, I wanted more NASA. I wanted more of the astronauts. I liked, I liked William Fickner's character. I yeah, can't say his last name. Probably. The lady pilot I really liked and then she was in it for like seconds and had nothing to do with the plot. And the fact that they have all of these scientists up there with them, actual astronauts, and they have nothing to do with what goes on, except yeah. for the guy who wants to blow them all up, don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of characters in that movie, and they, they don't have time to, like, They didn't make... make intros for those other people. I know, yeah. Maybe, so. Yeah. <laughs> they could have lost a few characters. I, I, I wish they would have come back to the guy with the dog in the beginning. What? I did like the Eddie guy Griffin. with the dog. Eddie Griffin. Yeah, yeah. he should have gone up in the, in the ship. It never really feels like it's inhabiting anything like the world that we live in. The the whole setup of it doesn't feel logical or sensible. I, I don't believe that you can go up and, and split this asteroid into two neat halves that are going to neatly miss the Earth. That just... It, it, it seems fantastical more, more than it seems like something that, that, that instills any sense of wonder in me. It's more of a fantasy movie. You know, we... Which generally doesn't bother me. I mean, I love the Star Wars films, and those are totally fantasy movies. You know, they just have, like, a, a science fiction flavor packet poured into them when you make them. So, yeah, th- this this feels to me like, like a story that, that two 13-year-old boys came up with when they were bored in the back of their astronomy class. Do the visuals support the story? Is the visual storytelling style in support of the story? They're on a space shuttle that's, you know, slung shot around the moon. But then he like opens the protocol and it's like a locker and it's just a like a handgun placed perfectly, like <laughs> resting yeah. and just a normal locker, not the strapped. Only thing in oh the yeah, locker. and it like says it's like a, backup plan. It's backup. <laughs> there's like a there's like an envelope <laughs> and just a gun resting perfectly on not it's like not secure in foam or anything they don't they don't care itself. that it doesn't seem like they're in space at, at all yeah. they don't give a shit uh, yeah. so as much as i don't like this movie i think the visual style does support the storytelling i think that they are very hand in hand i mean it's a very like let's tell as much story as possible in two and a half hours it's very crammed in with stuff and yeah. it's edited very fast i mean i was shocked at how fast the cuts were especially in the last hour and a half of the film and it's just this protracted period where it's just everything is so fucking fast but and it's a very flashy like I, the, the visuals are pretty it's impressive the I mean, the, style yeah. yeah it is the michael bay style and, 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 if and you a, turn off the the dialogue i think i would actually maybe enjoy this movie <laughs> oh. 
Dude, the first like ten minutes are great. They just yeah. get right into it. You're like, I, that's true. You're like yeah. five minutes in, and New York's already blowing up. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, but <laughs> like the voiceover in the beginning, like talking about the dinosaurs and how they were destroyed. The, Do you all mean the Charles Heston? In the <laughs> yeah. if, if you compare, Hello? if Good you compare, Chuck this, Heston. It's an NRA movie. That's why yeah. guns are always. Yeah, this is yeah. one's gonna narrate the end of the world. It's gonna be me and my yeah. guns. The only the only one that's gonna stop an asteroid is a good guy with a with a, with a gun. With the nuclear <laughs> weapon. Man with a drill <laughs> and a nuclear bomb. If you compare this movie to like Transformers, it like it's slow though. If you if you look at the movies of today, this movie that, that makes me nauseous. I don't about. know what's happening during that movie. Yeah. this like, movie is like yeah, it feels like it's they're holding back. Yeah, compared to it today, feels, right. yeah, in a not way, compared to like the man who's do, but compared to today, Michael Bay, not Earth. other filmmakers, right? Yeah, not compared to like the seventies. No, but I mean, even but, it's just dated in a way where like blockbusters then look like like TV does today. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know, it's uh, the the production value and everything just keeps going up and going up. And yeah, that certainly was a at a certain level. But it's Michael Bay, man. He's always yeah, he's cr- he cranks it up. He can do what he wants. Yeah, much like it hits the. <laughs> Why? Why can he do what he wants? Dude? <laughs> Because people know. like it. Yeah, I like it. It's entertaining. He's a he's just a he's just a good guy. He's just a good. He's guy. just an all around good guy. He's just making films for thirteen year old boys. <laughs> yeah, he's is that a, a crime? He's a thirteen year old. <laughs> but what's boy. interesting to me is that I mean, we have two women in the room who were re- really latched onto this movie at a young age. Like Natalie, you're second guessing it now, but Gene, you still love it. Uh, I still love it. I don't know. Like I have a lot of feelings. I cry at the end of Armageddon every time. Oh. I mean, the, yeah. I think the father daughter relationship really gets gets that me. is nice. Like, when they're having their final too. moment, it's like I can't not cry during that moment, and yeah. it's cheap, but I still love it. I do. I do appreciate the father-daughter relationship i, I, I agree that. with gene i also teared up at that movie yeah. i, I, I teared up. I, i'm not saying i didn't tear up i teared up <laughs> all right you know well, well, there we go i didn't cry i didn't cry at all well. <laughs> not this time not yeah. <laughs> i i did i did tear up during the moment when when ben affleck and uh i almost said phil donahue but i want to say bruce willis <laughs> i love you yeah, when they were screaming at each other, it's like, I love you, I love you. I, I teared up during that moment because yeah. I really did appreciate that that happened. It's just that I, I don't know. I would have liked if that moment happened very early in the movie when they find out they're going to space and then they work together and then he dies. Can you imagine how much more touching that would have been no. to make that breakthrough and be able to live with those characters <laughs> after having that breakthrough? Well, no, I mean, that's the whole point of an action movie. You got to earn the feeling yeah. right yeah. at the end. But you can earn more feelings <laughs> no. than just one moment. It's the only moment that has gotta, emotional resonance you, no. in the whole you movie. You got to get through all the action yeah. because yeah, it's uncomfortable to, to sit there I, feeling all your feelings in the movie theater yeah. when there's still ass kicking to be done. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. only okay for men to let their feelings be known if they know they're about to die. Right. And that's that what allows us to gross. feel. Hey, <laughs> wouldn't it, gross. I hate it. Wouldn't that have been a great movie if uh, Harry had accidentally killed AJ in the beginning? <laughs> uh, and, that, and that was what the movie was about? Oh my God. And he shot him and he was like, I didn't mean and to. Then, and, then, and the whole movie was Bruce Willis's like, fever dream after he accidentally kills his, oh my his, God. Oh, his the, son figure. And his daughter, she hates him and she goes off and he's like, I'll I, I'll show her, I'll prove her, I'll, I'll get her love back, I'll save the whole world, and then my daughter will love me yeah. again. But it's but all he, delusion. Dude, but he does That's how you fix this movie. <laughs> you add like one Bird scene. Man. You're just Birdman. <laughs> you add one scene at the very end of the movie where Bruce Willis cuts back to the beginning and he just shot AJ. Oh, oh. man. Oh. 
that's how you fix it. Oh Everything was his imagination. Dude, you just made that such a good movie. I love it. It's so good. I love this movie. It was now. all happening inside of a snow globe the whole time. And you were there, Bear. And you were there, Rockhound. And you were there. Owen Wilson cowboy who <laughs> why is he a cowboy just because he sounded like a cowboy so we made him a cowboy in the movie and it has nothing yeah. to do with this character was this our, about the first time we saw Owen Wilson in a big film uh, I think so. Yeah. I like yeah. to think that was the descendant of his character. It was right Shanghai after he Noon made It was the next Four? year, I believe. Yeah. Right? 99? That's how he got the role. Probably. Yeah, they did Bottle Rocket yeah. was a pretty big movie for Bottle Rocket was awesome. Was That's cool like... First one center, and I think after that, he was in this. As far as I know, I can't... I don't have the IMDB uh, in front of me. But I... Oh, he... Well, he... I think he was participated in writing Rushmore. <laughs> but visually, and similar to what we were talking about earlier, where we I don't were, know. which I don't know, maybe it's about the be like the how how like it's like a commercial for America or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> similar to how it like hits all those like well. emotional cues. Like it does the same. Like it has that like visual shorthand of like of like and like oh. Tell my son I'm going somewhere. Here's a space shuttle. A space and like, shuttle. Oh, and like, like that guy. Here we are huddled watching that. Yeah. That guy had serious it. redemption happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. And I liked that story. I did feel like it was manipulative, like emotionally manipulative, oh, yeah. like the yeah, rest of the, the fucking end, movie. But I did like, like the story. <laughs> the kid just hugs him. Why do we go to see movies? Like, uh, yeah. Does Other he than... know that that's his dad now? Did yeah. she see, tell but him? But to me, I can't latch on to that without knowing what he did, because I know that these guys are such fucking dicks. And he probably did something awful. Like, he probably did something that was so worthy of not having his son in his life. I don't know. They said the courts said that he yeah. couldn't just come around. I feel like Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. your problem with this is that is the whole fact that most for the most part, like like I guess Bruce Willis is like, oh, I should probably let AJ know I love him and I think he's good for my daughter. But most of them don't have any kind of aha moment where they're like they're like, oh, the world could end. Maybe I should think about how I was a piece of shit and like change that. Right. Yeah. Is that maybe what? The fact that, the no. fact that like, promoting douchebaggery. Yeah, the they fact that they're essentially yeah. douchebags and then they become big heroes and everyone loves them. They only <laughs> have yes. 18 they days. They don't, time, they don't have time to have character arcs. <laughs> we got two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, this movie could have been a really great TV series. Yeah. A Netflix Imagine original. every episode is like one of those characters. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like in, um, what was that, that show? <laughs> Lost? Lost. <laughs> <laughs> That was, what was that show that was the characters? That was Jay Brooms too, yeah, right? It was Jay Brooms. Yeah. He's like I the never saw the end. Like don't don't watch the end. It's terrible. Yeah, you know? I, I, I think it's definitely telling a story through visuals. Uh, arguably, there's not a lot of story beyond, you know, what's visually happening from moment to moment. Uh, part of the problem that I have with the visuals, though, is that, that a lot of just the scientific problems that the movie have come from the visuals. Like, when they show these these space shuttles, you know, the, the experimental space shuttles that they coincidentally happen to have ready perfectly just in time for the launch. This, anyway, I'm back on the writing again. Um, the space shuttles, like, bank like aircraft in, in the vacuum of space, and that's ridiculous and nonsensical, and uh, that kind of detracts from, from my ability to believe, yes, this is going on right now. But uh, otherwise, the visuals... Oh, the other the other thing visually that made no sense to me was was the surface of the asteroid is like spiky like Krypton and and there's no reason for that at all. I, it came from another dimension as near as I can tell. If they'd said that, I would have been happier. <laughs> <laughs> 
but when you know we're showing all this fictional NASA hardware and the space station and all that, it it feels solid. It feels real. You know, it it feels like a world that the characters are inhabiting. So in that sense, it does work. Does this film make you believe? We're talking about suspension of disbelief. Does this film take you along for the ride? I mean, it takes me along for... I feel like I'm having an adventure on a Hollywood movie set. <laughs> but that's valid. I mean, that is that is valid for uh, sure. You know. Like, you don't have to believe that it's real to still go along for an adventure. Uh, I really want to drive that armadillo. I do know that. It looks like a <laughs> sweet ride. And I want to cruise that yeah, around. They should have named the movie Armadillo. Yeah, because that was the that was the winner. And why does it have a why does it have a minigun on the front? Because why do they have why does it have a they use why it? Why do they have they needed it? In case they run into aliens. They use it. To be fair, well, yeah, because in this movie, NASA's pretty much just like there to blow shit up um, <laughs> almost. Yeah. In the in oh, their they? perception of the movie, they're like like yeah, we got guns and bombs. And oh, they, bombs. they have their sure eggheads though. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm emotionally invested, so sure, like, I'm I'm with the movie all the way. I know nobody particularly has voiced their love for the character backstories, but I think the film, like, gives more of a character backstory than a lot of, like, films that you see, or action films that you see today. So, I mean, I'm, like, I'm invested in all the dudes that I see. So. I like all those characters, so I enjoy that. Like, I was Follow-up, does that make you a bad person? <laughs> I think I, it might. I like rock down. <laughs> I mean, they are shitty, uh, uh, but in a sense, yes. But uh, when, I, when I was, when I saw them when I was young, I just thought... Those are cool guys because the actors playing them are cool. See, and they that, have good actors. Right. What they I hate, I think peak, that's dangerous. Right? <laughs> so. Yeah, right. They're they're got cool people playing shitty characters. And well, I think that as a young boy looking at that, thinking these are cool guys, you might try to emulate the behavior of fucking douchebags. But I mean, what did they? What did they really do that was Other, yeah. so so bad? They are like the epitome of the closed off. Uh, man who's not supposed to feel any emotions. I don't, I don't think, think that's true. I, don't think, I think you're projecting a little about, bit. Yeah. I think there's definitely some of that. There's a weird overprotective father. Yeah. Bear was uh, definitely AJ, emotional. They're all emotional. emotional. Yeah, AJ. That's why Bear's my favorite. Bear's emotional. <laughs> Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi's character, uh, Rockhound, because he's horny, even though yeah, he does. His emotions he are tends, horny. Right. He and then everyone dimension. else's emotions no, 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 are no. angry. No, no, no. His other yeah. emotion is space dementia. <laughs> yeah. He does have that, but he spends, they all spend time talking to Harry about him and his daughter's relationship. And they have that whole scene where they're talking about, like, hey, we all kind of raised her and stuff. Yeah. He's not being a douchebag in that moment. He's He was there for her. When she needed to learn how to knew how to use a tan, when she got her first period, Rockhound was the one who sh didn't show her. He told her, and he makes that clear because his character knows that we know he's a pervy boy. Right. But this, he's still, they're, they're good true. dudes. He has limits. Deep down in some all, part of them. They all uh, but they all agree so, that deep down they're good dudes. <laughs> but, well, a part of them are. But also they're kind of shitty. So I don't know. Well, I think that they are acting shitty because they're that's what real. they're, that's how they feel they're supposed to act because society teaches men to be shitty. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, as far as the taking you on a journey, though, the, I, <laughs> <laughs> I do think the movie succeeds in that because, because of this, because it just, it gives you just enough of everything that someone will find something. Right. Right? It's like, oh, his father's not there. Oh, he's emotionally detached, but he was like a surrogate father. They're in love. There's something for whatever relationship you want. There's Can't like a... Net, yeah, there's know? like a little... Whip, yeah. There's a whole Whitman sampler in there. And then, it, <laughs> and then it just hits the beats. It hits those beats of like, of like oh, like... 
now he's going to get back in touch with his dad. And now, oh, Bruce Willis is going to admit that he loves him, even though, like, they've had such a contentious relationship and they're going to be together. And so, like, it does take you on the journey successfully. Just be, but it's but it does it in a way that if you're trying, if you kind of like are stepping back and looking at it more critically, I think feels very exploitive. <laughs> and that's where you're coming from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. But it hits those beats right in time. Yeah. It's like a James Brown song. <laughs> it's just yeah. exactly where you need it. Yeah. Natalie, I love when you come on the show because I just feel like I don't need to say things. Because just... <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was it. All right. Yeah, that's the trouble. It is the trouble. There are characters, there are actors that I like playing characters that I probably should not like. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame on that movie. <laughs> but also, I enjoy it. This is an issue with the length. It, because I was kind of, you know, aside from the fact that I wasn't buying into the, 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 the accuracy or, or the, uh, the solidity of the premise, I was carried along by it for a while. And then at the one hour mark, they were done with their training. And I realized that I effectively had a whole other movie to sit through. And I was like, I'm just done. I had, I had to watch this in two parts. And even then, the second part, just watching the second part, by the time it was over, I was like, just fucking end. <laughs> just kill Bruce Willis so we can go home. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. We have our special question. This one is a film off. <laughs> Between Armageddon and Deep Impact. But we didn't Damn watch it. I know, I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let me explain. Um... I feel like the fact that two movies came out with the same plot in the oh, same year that happened colored colored it's, the it's way that this film was films. received. Volcano, Dante's Peak, yeah, it totally. happens. Yeah, and I feel like one of those two movies generally kind of comes out better than the other, and I think that in the case of these two movies, the fan consensus is that Armageddon is a better film. Would you guys agree? Well. Volcano. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Volcano is the best of all four of those films yeah. that we yeah, talked see, about. See, I thought Dante's Peak was better, but that's a different... Which is the one with yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Dante's, Dante's Peak. Peak. Okay. Yeah, but I like that. that's, that's the one where they literally melted an old woman in acid. Hey. Yeah. And it was very Oh, that depressing. was beautiful. Re- remember that scene... Um, melted in Volcano. The that's true. That, remember melted, that yeah. scene in Volcano when they were stealing the... I, even though they were stealing or saving the um, Hieronymus Bosch painting... And they were like, this Serrano's Bosch yeah. is heavy. And the guy was like, well, that's because it deals with, like, human, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever, it, you know, some funny thing. That... Um. So so what I'm curious about here you is that what, what separates the two? What makes No, no, no. But I, I want so to just go around better. the room and hear your experience okay. of the summer of 1998 when these two films <laughs> came out. Because for me... I don't know. Uh, it was like a fetus. It was a strange summer for me. For uh, me, like, <laughs> D- Deep Impact was like a rallying cry for me because I felt like that was a good sci-fi movie. And going back and watching them both last night, I still feel like it's a good sci-fi movie. It's not its not a great movie, but yeah. it's still really good, and I really liked it. And it offered a lot. Because they go into the whole idea of, like, what if we fail on this mission? What's our backup plan? The backup plan is to put a million people into caves and let everyone else die. And that was crazy. Like, that's a crazy idea that is something that they might actually do. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. I love the fact that they came up with a backup plan to destroy the bigger mm. piece of the asteroid. I just, uh, I really, <laughs> like... All of the ideas in that movie. Great ideas. Yeah. It's... There was a backup plan in Armageddon, too, as discussed, the loose what? gun in the locker. <laughs> yeah, but the backup plan oh, wasn't going to work. So so anyway, so the, the two films coming out at the same time, to me, colored Armageddon to me, whereas I might not dislike it as much if it hadn't been for Deep Impact. And I know I'm in the minority here. Well, so I... I'm just curious if anyone else has an experience with that. For me, it's like, 
I'm starting to date. I'm, I'm a teenage lady. I'm starting to get boners. Um, there's one fellow. He drive a real fast sports car, and he looks real slick. He's got greased back hair, but not in a gross way. And uh, he, he, you know, I think he's dangerous. He's a bad boy. And that's Armageddon. And then there's the little, there's the guy across. He lives across the street, and he's probably a nice boy but he's boring and i don't want to hang out with him and that's deep impact <laughs> it's like a little more boring and maybe it's cooler but no one i remember i remember watching seeing armageddon and then definitely watching deep impact and being like oh yeah that's bit kind of better but but well, also more well, boring <laughs> <laughs> I, guess. Like, I can see why everyone went to go see the other if, <laughs> I mean, Armageddon if, made 200 million more at the box office. Hold on, yeah. Armageddon came out Bruce first. Willis. Didn't Armageddon come no, out first? So here's the story. Deep Impact came out two months earlier. Oh. The, the, well, I don't know if this is true or not, but the story is that there was an executive from Disney, and there was someone who was working on Deep Impact, and they had lunch together, and he told him all about what he was doing. That guy went back to Disney and got Armageddon off the ground. Like, you look at the making of Armageddon, they threw it together as fast as possible, to hit the deadline of when Deep Impact was coming out. And they missed it by two months, but they wanted to not necessarily come out first, but come out at the same time. Because like, you come out a year oh. later, and mm. it looks it looks shitty. But you come out at the same time, it looks like you worked on it concurrently. But the story, as far as I can tell from my limited research, is that Deep Impact was being made first. Ooh, that does happen where people have clashing ideas that are vindictive. Like those canon film guys, the canon film group, when they split up, they both made competing movies about Lombada. They both made a Lombada movie. <laughs> Lombada, the forbidden dance. Yeah, one of them was that, and then one of them was another movie with Lombada in the title. And they both were like, I'll make my Lombada movie first. They're like, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. It was kind of happen. a dance itself. So I. I never heard this, but I I feel it does sound right. Like someone was yeah. like, "We're making an asteroid movie." They're like, "Well," and to me, it makes so it can... it makes As uh, Armageddon less legitimate. But that's I know that that's dumb. Like I know that they're just two movies. I mean, I I make who music all the time inspired by yeah. other music. It's not like making something inspired by something else is is bad. I mean, that's who made the Deep Impact. Who who directed? It was it? directed. It was like a... I don't remember her name, but it was directed by a woman, which I. Love. Oh, yeah. And it, it features a lot of really strong women, which I love. Oof. Uh, and it plays like the opposite of. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. the, the NASA crew is incredible. Like, the story of the NASA crew is my favorite part of that movie. And then you have Robert Duvall just fucking knocking it out of the park. You have Blair Underwood. There was Eddie the president. Griffin. The president, Deep Impact, yeah. Uh, Who was that? Morgan Freeman was awesome as the president. I remember oh, being yeah. a kid and seeing a black man as president and being super inspired I by that. I forgot that that was him as president for the I first really time. like Deep Impact, guys. Yeah, you, I, you will, Yeah, I do want to watch Deep Impact now. Let's watch it right now. Well, yeah. we can, we're in the middle of a podcast. Well, did this, did this influence anyone else's opinion of Armageddon when you were kids? Do you remember? No. Of the two, see, I, I remember movies. I was eighteen years old, and this, and the, I thought Deep Impact was like the the GoBots of versus Transformers of the other movie. If that it, makes sense, I know it did because it feels like that. Because one is seems it seemed like a cheesier version. Yeah, I don't remember. It's, it's a less exciting version. Something for sure. Something about it, but it is. We don't know. We can watch those GoBot 
cartoons now, and they could have like a way better story than the Transformers one. But we'll never oh, know because yeah. no one ever wants to watch those Gobots. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it being a funny movie. I don't remember that I yeah. had a good time. It's watching not it. funny or fun. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. not. It's a side. I should have. I, so I had not planned on talking about this, but yeah. then I watched them both back to back last night because I was. I, I never sit down to watch five and a half hours of movies, four and a half hours. But I did it last night, and it was very informative, and I should have mm. warned y'all. Seems like the good. person who directed Deep Impact only directed three movies since then. What She's directed they? a lot of TV. I looked her up last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. TV's where it's at now. Yes. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. <laughs> Deep Impact is the, is, that's the, that's the TV series. You, you don't want to see the Armageddon characters drawn out. You would see a longer version of Deep Impact, though. I just want to so see a whole, I actually, a whole show. I would actually rather see a, a drawn-out version of Armageddon because I feel like you can redeem those characters if you if you sit with them longer. They about, are strong characters. How about Rock Hound the TV them, show? They are strongly Rock characterized. <laughs> I love how they give him like the extra. He's got like jewelers. <laughs> he's got like jewelers lenses on his spacesuit, and he's like, "This stuff's made of things I've never seen." Because he's like a rock genius. Yeah, he's a and geologist. And he also has, like, a cool sunglasses that pop down. When he looks at the sun. <laughs> he's like, ooh. At the time, I was like, I, I just saw a movie that was an asteroid coming to Earth movie, and I hated it. You know, it's like, you know, you and your friends go out for Thai food, and you feel sick the next day. Even if you might like Thai food in general, the next time they ask you, hey, we're going to Thai, you might say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip this one. That was a uh, deep impact for me. <laughs> I saw this and saw this other one coming out with a similar premise. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I kind of did that already, and I'm done. What is this film's legacy? <laughs> and this is the second time someone has made that noise after reading a question tonight. <laughs> That's usually me. Michael Bay keeps making these movies. That's a legacy. It's a babacy. It's yeah. a bagacy. Yeah. A <laughs> Ninja yeah. Turtles. Transformers. He'd probably make a GoBots one if he could make it work. So what you're saying is the legacy of this film is more kind of like shallow, vapid blockbusters. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who, so, uh, uh, let's see a show of hands. Who loves that type of movie? Okay, Raise your hands. I would say oh. that, but with feeling. I would not say it's yeah. like totally yeah. devoid of feeling. But yeah, the blockbuster that's shallow with feeling. Yeah. And it's <laughs> not think... that I'm against shallow blockbusters. It's just yeah. that if you're going to do it, like show some sort of positive reputa- representation of someone who lives on this fucking planet. Well, you know, I, don't, I don't know if he invented that, but like I feel like Roland Emmerich's uh, independent. I feel like Independence Day yeah. was the thing that started that. But Independence Day, I would argue, is like a great blockbuster where it's all about humans coming together and fucking teamwork and shit and all that. And like Jurassic Park is a great blockbuster. I mean, there yeah. there are there's a there lot of blockbusters ones. that I really really love. Star Wars originated the blockbuster i'm not against blockbusters at all and I'm, I, I'm against movies that like portray humanity block, in a way anyway. that kind of grosses me out and i would say that this that armageddon has a, a, a little more heart than the the michael bay movies it's like transformers movies i don't know what he what else is he the rock's okay the only one i i want to see that i haven't seen is the island which i heard was good no no you no, heard that no, was, no, was good, good. Really? who, told, who was told you the island was good <laughs> i don't remember i never saw it i only heard bad reviews that's a a well-known to be quite a bad film and i well we should do that next time Uh, (laughs) or at least in the future hold on was that a sci-fi movie yeah yeah Yeah, they're like clones tell me about the island a clone island and you're like is it like another one did that like the island of dr moreau time as gattaca is that another thing oh gattaca no 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 good gattaca was so good it way earlier Gattaca was around the time of armageddon jude law gattaca was so good you're right I feel like it's 
still a movie that people will reference as not being good <laughs> like critics it definitely left a <laughs> lasting impression right mm -hmm. culturally people people reference armageddon it, the song leave it still on beautiful oh, that song Ooh, the song, yeah. that song is, everyone knows that song everybody don't want to fall asleep because okay. i miss, miss you baby, baby. and, and I, I don't want to miss a thing even when i dream <laughs> of you <laughs> Sadly, I'd say this film's legacy is the Transformers movies. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, yeah. yeah. No, it had no other effect on society. Okay, the, uh, the last question is what would you have done differently? Um, I would put Steven Tyler on the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't change anything. I would maybe add a lady astronaut onto the team, or a lady driller onto the team. So lady you know, that yeah, I agree. The For sure. Is that a For Prince sure. song? Lady astronaut? Sorry. Maybe. Steven Tyler on the planet, <laughs> or on the asteroid, so we, we use a, a device that am amplifies his voice. <laughs> That's the thing. He sings it, it apart. Explodes the asteroid. Uh, uh, that splits the asteroid. <laughs> so, they, so they... The, the, here's the mission. They need the loudest sound that the, the, that Earth has to offer. The right. loudest sound will shatter the asteroid. And it's a 1975 hit. The loudest band on the planet. Everyone knows. There's no question. You don't have to quantify. It's in Guinness Book of World Records. The it's the who? The loudest band. It's Deep Purple. Is, uh, it's Deep Purple. It's Aerosmith. <laughs> Everyone knows that for this movie. In the script, that's what it's. So the movie is they f fly Aerosmith with them. They're in the other shuttle. They make it, and Aerosmith has to do a concert on the asteroid, and that's piped down into the device that amplifies it and destroys the asteroid as they. Uh, uh, I'm into this. As they fly away, so that's I agree so with instead this. of a nuclear bomb, well, their backup plan is uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Secondary well, plan. here's the thing. Is it's just a picture of it. They, they, drill, they drill a hole down into the asteroid. <laughs> On the shuttle, there's an actual basketball court, and the Globetrotters got to just sink a basket, and that's going to sink up, and it's going to launch the device that goes down. And then Aerosmith, It's a space jam. Yeah, Aerosmith has the concert, <laughs> and that destroys the asteroid that blows up everything, and America wins again. <laughs> We're back in the saddle again. Mm, I like the idea of having a, a lady astronaut. What if the lady astronaut was uh, his daughter? What if it was Liv Tyler? Oh, shit. What if she, she went into space? Yeah, instead of AJ. What if you just changed that whole storyline? Exactly. What if, it's, what if it's her banging on the glass as Bruce Willis is like, yeah. I love you. Like, we start the movie with NASA. We start the movie with all, like, mm -hmm. Liv Tyler and all these like, people oh, from she's NASA. Like, she's like, yeah, Exactly. God she's like, I know it. who to call. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that would make that would help me. That would make more sense to me yeah. why they can have all these fucking idiots go That's up true. into space. Totally. And as far as order goes, I think it would be it would have been better to open with people. As much as I like the opening with destruction and the pe the old people who hate each other and stuff, as, as great as it is, I feel like and I know that it's like a blockbuster you want to get to the action, but I feel like the fact that it's like you're like, oh damn, like the top of the Empire State Building just fell off and they destroyed Grand Central Station, and then it's like 
oh, well, uh, how are we going to fix this? These guys on an oil rig. <laughs> we barely, like, it's kind of like, th- at that point, I feel like it's a lot to, like, suspend your disbelief there. Think Whereas weirdly, maybe if you introduce them as being great before that. Do you saw those stiff astronaut drillers? They weren't <laughs> going to get the job done. You could yeah. tell because they weren't actors you recognized. They didn't... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't appreciate the art. They, they didn't. didn't know the art, yeah. I would have, and I would have, I don't know. I think it would have been fun to just maybe a couple less characters. I could have done with yeah. a couple less characters. <laughs> okay, sure. I am curious, though. They Mary- did kill a lot off, kind of just halfway through. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, we didn't We didn't really need those. I know we took time to set them up. But we got to kill some people. That's what they do. They set, yeah. they set up characters so that they can kill a few. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so save a good one the for the end. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is dangerous, but don't worry. No one you That's like. That's why Owen Wilson's just vaguely a cowboy <laughs> with he parking tickets. He would have never tickets. died today in that film. He would have made it all the way. He would have, yeah. He's, he's good in that. He's got though. more star power now. When yeah. Owen Wilson dies, the last thread of interesting plot dies with him. <laughs> oh, no. oh, please. Yeah. Oh, what if what if one of the the Russian uh, dogs they sent into space is piloting the asteroid? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I do. This is I'm that's weird. That's sort, of, that's sort of like Star Trek: The Motion Picture, sort of. I, except instead of V'ger, it's the dog. I like it. We didn't talk about it all, which is actually one of my favorite characters, and like. Is the is the weird is the Russian astronaut yeah, from the space station that they fuel up at? Why yeah. is he alone? Because that <laughs> happens. They they have a they have like one one person on the ISS He's sometimes. Like a, really? I'm yeah. just gonna fix things by banging it with the wrench. And he does save the day <laughs> yeah. at the end. They have a science problem, and the, he solves it Which by he, like, throwing a woman, woman and the- using <laughs> violence. Yes, he does. Like a real scientist. <laughs> uh, start with a script. Um, make it way shorter to begin with. Uh, it, it really feels like they sat down and they brainstormed this, and every single cool idea that they came up with around the concept, they threw it all in there in the writer's room, and, and nobody stopped and said, wait a minute, we've got a two-and-a-half-hour movie here. I don't know how salvageable the concept itself is. <sighs> I mean, aside from the whole, you know, physical mechanics of blowing up the asteroid neatly in half, I don't know if that would work, maybe, but the, the main thing with the premise that, that I have a really hard time with is the idea that it's easier to train people who work on an oil rig to be astronauts than it is to train astronauts how, how, to, how to work a drill. That's hard to get my head around. And that, that's really what the movie is about, you know, at, at, at its core, is it's about, you know, how the scientists will fuck everything up, but these average, everyday, ordinary Joes, the, these working class good old boys, America, you know, will get the job done. And I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure I would fix this. I think I would just pass on it. <laughs> it's it's kind of anti-science. I, I still love Hackers. Hackers is an incredibly stupid movie that's clearly made by very smart people because there's a lot of just Easter eggs in it that show that they did their research, they know what they're talking about, they know what hacking is actually like, but who cares what it's actually like? Let's make it colorful and pretty and fun and exciting. Um, If they could have done something along those lines to, to make me realize, yeah, okay, you know the science in this is bad, but you're just giving me a wink and a nudge and asking me to go along with it, then... I would have been more down for it. But as it is, it feels like they just don't know what they're doing or they figure I won't know or care what the science is. And that's kind of offensive too. 
Okay, closing arguments. So let's restate our positions, and then we're going to have the audience vote. And for this one, we're not just saying yes or no, is this film remembered fairly? We're saying, who do we side with, the <laughs> critics or the fans? Because this movie is remembered in two widely different ways. So uh, obviously, oh. I am with the critics, where I feel like this movie is severely lacking in several of the core things that make good cinema. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I... My, you know what? My, uh, you know what my vote is? It's half one way, half the other. Because the critic in me, the critic in me right. hates it. But the fan of things that go boom <laughs> and snippy lines loves it. Like the, I hate it and I like it at the same time. And that's I think fair. that's a thing that people should fucking be okay with. Like, ah, it sucks. But also... Is yeah, it's cool. Well, if you're listening this, to this, it's done, it's and you're both. gonna vote, there is no halfway choice. This so listening a, to Ryan Casey, no. maybe this will help you decide which side of this you you're on. You can like it and hate it at the same time. I absolve you. I absolve you. It's a spectrum. <laughs> he does vote not from have violet that power. to red. I, I maybe I'll make it a three-way vote, and then I it'll, love we'll watching be that Ryan show vinyl, you. and it's a real piece of shit, and that's why I love it so much. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Like there's. Parts of it are, that are Armageddon that are garbage, but it's also real fun. Well, I'll make a third vote. I'll make a can't decide. I'll put a, mm-hmm. a middle, put a middle choice. You on don't this have one. to change stuff for me. I'm I, just I, I, yeah. I think it would be interesting. I'm gonna change it for me, inspired by you. Okay, <laughs> just like Deep Impact. <laughs> <laughs> Although that and came I would first, watch so that's Deep not Impact, a good and I would, uh, yeah, uh, I remember that being good. I'm clearly with the fans. <laughs> I love this movie, even though you. Sp- Spent like two hours shitting on it. Still <laughs> I did tell it. you that was gonna happen. To be fair, I love this film. That's all I gotta say. Oh uh, yeah, Gene just uh, did the, the compliments the, to the chef. Compliments to the chef, <laughs> kissing her fingers for those at home. Compliments to Michael. The Bay. chef being Mike Bonasam. <laughs> that Natalie. Bay seasoning. Oh, oh. old Bay Goodbye. seasoning. Some of that old that Bay, old bay <laughs> seasoning. Um. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the fans on this one. Really? I, I've decided. Oh, no. I'm I'm throwing in my lot with them. I just think. I mean, yeah, it is a piece of shit movie. But the more like we mention other movies, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of shitty movies out there that people love, and you know that's fine. I probably love some pretty shitty movies too. <laughs> I love the movie Congo. That's uh, terrible. Oh my god, I <laughs> love Congo. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's real bad. <laughs> but, uh, but it's so good. Like, oh, it's yeah. so bad in that good way. Like, yeah, I don't know. it's bad in a That's wonderful the thing. way. Oh, no, no, I'm Ryan's choice, because you can acknowledge something is bad while loving it's it still. It's still at the same time. It's okay. Sorry. I'm the change in this uh, podcast. Seriously. I'm the Bernie Sanders. I'm telling everyone there's <laughs> a new can't... way to take both hands and join them together. If you want to, like, if you want to get through living in this world that you've been, like, forced to be born into... <laughs> You gotta be okay with cognitive dissonance, <laughs> and this movie is that. It's like it's it's a it is a terrible movie, but it's so f- fun, and it's like I I didn't there wasn't a moment where I was like feeling regretting watching it. Yeah, even uh, though there's so many problems with it. I didn't want to close yeah. my eyes. I took eight. I, you didn't want to miss a thing. I was waiting for that to happen. Eight, exactly. Eight pages yeah. of notes. I haven't done that for anything, but I was so I was at my desk and I had paper, and some of it is just little doodles of the characters. <laughs> you you got four people here who are raving about it. Yeah. Even though they kind of don't like it, that I much. kind of don't like it, but it still was <laughs> yeah. really fun. I you know, 
I preach positivity like so often. <laughs> I mean, like on my other show, I'm just preach, all about positivity. You preach know? negativity. I want to hear it. Well, I I feel like. I hate this movie so much I can't hide it. I can't like pretend to like this movie. I can't uh, pretend to think there's anything about it that I actually enjoy. I that's just really fine. don't like it. No, I think that's I think that's good. I think you're just stronger than the rest of us. <laughs> yes, that's totally that's totally legitimate. Yeah. It's very, and I guess. very yeah. reasonable of you. But I mean you're, the vote the vote You're like fighting out. for art. And we're all and we're all like it's fine if it's bad sometimes it's fine. though. I'm just like I want a woman that has like a woman. I want a movie that has positive versions of like women in authority. I just want a woman. I I want a movie that has like uh, strong women. I want a movie that has yeah. positive, sensitive yeah. men. Um, this is not. This that is movie. not that. Movie. It's not. It's oh, not. But I want a woman who right. doesn't like this movie no, to love me. There are sensitive men, and there are strong fair, women. I I do I do actually enjoy Liv Tyler's character. I think she's because she because she's like Harry. I'm I'm a grown up. Yeah. She tackles someone in this film. Yeah. yeah. She I, does I have a good no job qualms with her character whatsoever. I agree she should have yeah. she should have been but there's, an astronaut. But she's the only one. In it. She's the only one. Yeah. She, and well, oh, and the, I would watch a movie the where there's literally none lady. of these characters except for Liv Tyler and Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> and they are just talking about what's going to happen next. I would watch that entire movie. They're just talking to each other like, wow, an asteroid's coming. What can we do? How about a, they, it's just the two of them in a room. It costs like $25,000 yeah. to make. I would prefer that movie. A Let's sequel, a sequel that's sort of like my my dinner with Andre. So it's settled. We're doing a staged reading of our play <laughs> about Lieutenant and Billy Bob yeah. Thornton. My, my dinner with uh, uh, with uh, with Billy Bob with Stamper. No, what was, What's yeah, your name? Well, I don't what? know what his name was. It's I called my dinner name. with Doomsday because there's still a comic coming. Dinner with Doomsday. <laughs> my dinner with Doomsday. Oh, so this, yes. this wait. Or, so this uh, isn't a Michael sequel. This takes place asteroid. during the movie. Yeah. yeah. This is like one of the Andre one of the conversations they have while these people are in space. Yeah. Wow, that's a great idea. I love that. I do like it. That needs to happen. That would be good. That was a really good play. We can make some money off of this. Let's get into legitimate theater. Get that lucrative Armageddon fandom. That might be the whiskey talking, but I think we can make some money off of this deal. This might be the whiskey talking, but I think we can make some money off of this two-person conceptual play that takes place during a Michael Bay movie. Team Instinct. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, I think it would work. I'm not doubting. I, think it, I, mean, I, think, I, think the, <laughs> I would come out to watch that. <laughs> so we, we have to pick a movie for next time. I have some ideas. Based off this discussion, I think Congo would be a good one to put on the list. <laughs> no, Congo is... That's... <laughs> Because that's a very one, bad I, movie. I've only seen it once. I barely but remember it. People do it. love it. It's kind of the same thing. There is I love the pinball table. Following. I feel like I'd like to revisit Congo. It's uh, yeah. Because you love the pinball table. Yeah. Come on. No, no, no. That's, that's a plenty good reason. Total like Jurassic Park came out. And they're like, what else that guy write? And they're just like made all those movies. Sphere is also very bad, and it could be I would bash the shit out of that movie. Okay, so I love that. What? Book. Are we agreed? Are we agreed? Congo. I mean, I'm down for Congo. Okay. Southland um, Tales is one that I, I, me and John both like. Do you want to bring that back for the next vote? Because everyone I loves Donnie Darko that. so much, and uh, it's the sequel to that that no one ever talks about. because It's, it's a sequel to Donnie Darko? No, uh, no, no. It's, not, it's, it's just well, his second movie. I've sometimes oh. considered well, it a it sequel. Well, it is, though. Okay. He, connects, sort of. he connects the universe to all those it's movies. I'm convinced, because I've never seen Donnie Darko. I've always wanted to see that, too, The box so. is good, too. Oh, Let's oh, put Southland Tales Donnie Darko. Give me a reason to watch a movie. The other one I want to nominate is... 
what's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Because yes, uh, I would totally John, do that because I hate that, that movie. So John much hates it. You hate that? It comes up like every episode Weird. that John. But I want to watch movie. it again. Yeah. So I can. So, I, I liked it, but I have the feeling that if I watch it again, I might not. And I love it. I, I think it's awesome. I, think I would still love it. <laughs> I, okay, so that seems okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. We got South Southland Tales, uh, Congo, <laughs> War of the Worlds. Yeah, oh, I watched that. Of shit. I love oh, that. I movie. love World so of the Worlds. Yeah, I, I hated it. The Tom love... Cruise one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's that movie pure, is brilliant. Pure Spielberg, baby. The Spielberg. There it is. Yes. All right. War of the Worlds. I don't, I don't know. Well, thank you guys so much. This was uh, crazy Sorry, fun. <laughs> so much fun. All right. We made it through yet another trial. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you again. To all of my panelists, Gene, Natalie, John, and Ryan, and to our special interviewee, Michael Montour. It was an excellent episode. And it is not done. I have 10 minutes of extra bonus content that our Patreon supporters will receive as a thank you for supporting the show. If you're signed up for $2 or more per month, you'll get that in your inbox very shortly. If you'd like to learn how to support the show through Patreon or PayPal, head on over to scifiontrial.com to learn everything you need to know. You can also find special movie posters from each trial and even some videos of our panelists on the recording day. Do us a solid and leave us a positive rating and review on iTunes and share the show with your friends if you enjoy it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sci-Fi on Trial where all of the polls will show up for you to vote on our next film and to vote on the verdict for this trial. Now that that's done, I hope to never watch this movie again, but I'll be damned if it wasn't fun to talk about. I'll see you next time. Hey!